when I started writing this book, I actually realized that uh, I'm a spirit guide in training right now. Like my future self is a spirit guide and I am having the earth experience so that I can understand the life of the human being. And when I connected the dots backwards and I saw my whole human journey so far, I realized like the people who were sent into my life, how all of them uh, were helped by me and I was playing the role of the spirit guide for them, not knowing that what they are at that time. But each experience with them and also strangers and in so many scenarios, uh, like throughout my life, I've met people and I've had like given them a message and then never seeing them again. And that message has somehow directed them in the right direction or taken them where their soul was meant to take them. And uh, and many of time they have had this revelation kind of feeling like and it was sometimes I was just channeling their own spirit guides for them, like connecting with their guides or connecting with their soul and delivering them that message. And I was actually playing that role for them as a, like a spirit guide, but in a human form. Right. You have to be in a human body to understand what it's like to be human and all the problems and the emotions and the ups and the downs. And yes, yeah, and got it. The biggest thing to understand is actually the physics of this world, because it's so different from the spirit world and the other worlds. Just being in the physical body, like the spirit guide needs to understand that a human being is going to take time to go from A to B. They cannot just do it, you know. So Understand. And time as well. That there's like from the morning till the evening that we, we literally have like a linear path that we walk. We can't just hop. And also we can't actually go back in time in a physical body. We can't. Yes, yes. And even the energy level, like a spirit guide might want you to do 10 things in a day if they're not trained. But once they know, <laughs> energy level diminishes throughout the day and they need to get fresh energy again so yes they need to know these things because just knowing the theory is not going to help they have to actually experience it by being here being in this simulation reality and knowing what it's like to be in this body how do we operate and then they can guide us better understand us better that's fascinating my cedars book came two days ago great big massive 500 pages or something and I started having a little look at that and it's just going to be so fascinating when people find out what's been going on, all the magical creatures and the fairies and all these abilities that, that humans do have that we just haven't been using. Yes, this is the time when we are tapping into our higher self, our multidimensional self. We're opening up and there are many people who are way showers. So these are the like the forerunners and they are the ones who are already awake and they're helping awaken the rest of the people. So uh, it's like not everybody's aware of it. And so there's a kind type of like a group of people, like spiritual healers, leaders, teachers, who are actually coming forth to help awaken the rest of the population, which is amazing, really, how they're doing it. Dreams are usually blurry and, you know, they're vague. But I've had dreams where I can read text messages. And I have seen my physical hands while I was actually out of the body. Like, it wasn't a dream. It was actually real. And there were many times when I just woke up and I would see my astral body and I, I could actually like I'm conscious and I'm seeing my hands and they're like astral hands, like like a spirit's hands. And I can see like my body behind me, like sleeping. And uh, I'm actually in this astral realm and I'm actually trying to wake my body up 
but it's like taking a while to wake it up and then suddenly a jerk and then i'm actually awake in the human body <laughs> wow that's amazing wow <laughs> yeah so that that happens quite a lot with me so i've seen my astral hands they're just translucent looking very light so i know that they we have a astral body for sure it's not like this is the only body we have it's interesting wow all these things that we haven't had for so long that it will be sort of switching back on and and also not freaking out about it so that's good yes i mean the more awareness there is about these topics the less afraid people will be when they actually encounter these things because it's all woo woo until you actually experience it Yes. It's like when I saw the um oncoming traffic that I was going to see around a few bends away on the road. If you hadn't told me about the buildings changing and like it wasn't scary, it wasn't I don't think we're we're going to be given too much that we get scared because that just makes you close down. So it's a kind of counterproductive. So it's got to be done in a a gentle step by step. Yes, and if you go to see we are open to these things so they're happening it could be that some people are experiencing it but their mind is completely blocking that experience out so for them it never happened even though it was right before their eyes so really perception has its way to manipulate us and like we experience these things and somewhere i feel we create up these experiences because from on on a higher level like we are the ones creating our reality right so we are the ones giving us that mystical experience in a way really <laughs> interesting so now we have so many best seller books so many teachers coming out there teaching these things giving seminars openly to public and people are responding they're so interested because we are in the middle of like a spiritual revolution and it's not yeah. just spiritual it's like a planetary change and especially after whatever incidents have happened recently after that people are more open to these things because they know okay there is something going on in the world now they want mm. to know more now they're open mm. as long as everything is going the same nobody cares but once your world is shaken up that's when you're shaken awake it's like a wake up call mm. so that's mm. why people are more receptive now than ever because they've got the wake up the wake up call and they can't ignore it <laughs> there are three people mentioned in the spirit guide book which is one is the soul of the human person and uh, the soul is the bigger picture the, the multidimensional self and then the spirit guide and then is the human participant so these three people might look like they're separated but they actually work together as a team i keep calling the human being the human participant because their soul and the human participant are actually the same person but it's like when you are the human being you're not fully aware of the soul and that's where the spirit guide comes into the picture to connect the two so until the person is reconnected themselves to their spirit yes. they need it's like a helper feeding information and do you think that if we came here with our memories coming back to us when we were children um we would still need spirit guides i mean actually you only need spirit guides in planes like this earth plane because here there there's like a veil of forgetfulness put over you but in other realms you may not need them because you're fully conscious probably and so this is the one of the realms where you need spirit guides because that veil of forgetting is there over you and so that's where you get the spirit guide into the picture <laughs> otherwise if also if you're spiritually evolved person like 
for example, you're here on earth and somebody like a Buddha who was completely spiritually aware and awakened, you know, he's one with his soul. So even though he has a spirit guide, they won't be working in the same way because he's so evolved and he can see the bigger picture of everything. And so um, he has this a super connection with his higher soul. And then, then he's serving a purpose, actually. He has a mission, which is to help others remember. So there, there are spirit guides assigned to spiritually evolved souls like Buddha, like spiritually evolved humans. And they come down for a special mission during a special time. And that's what their role is on Earth. So what about Nikola Tesla? What do you think about his his spirit guides? Definitely he was being helped from the other side because so many people don't know so many details about his life. His life was pretty mystical and scientific at the same time. And he, he was actually one of those people who could bridge the gap between science and spirituality, which is so rare because usually mystics have experienced things, but they can't provide the proof of it. But... Nicholas Tesla was one of them who could provide proof and show people like this is actually happening. And I, I highly recommend people to go and see his documentary or just learn more about him, especially the part where he created this free energy tower. And uh, it basically meant that there would be no grid lines of electricity and you could actually provide energy to the whole globe. And the fact that nobody invested in that and funded it just because they couldn't earn profit from it. Now we're going to switch that thinking over to how is it going to help the community? How is it going to help the planet? And how can we evolve? That only comes when you recognize that we are all connected and the other person is actually us. We're not like separate. We're all mm. same. So, And then we just say, no, I am safe. I don't need your help i don't need your technology i don't need whatever you're putting up that's when you say no and that you set a healthy boundary and if many people do that on a large scale then they have no power over us they really have no choice you know only when we say yes and we comply that's when they can do these things the root of everything that we can solve this is if we do inner work and we work on our insecurities we fill that void and we actually become spiritually evolved, which they don't want us to be, because if we do become, then they're just out of here, right? So once we do that spiritual work, we become aware and awakened and we come into our creator power. Then no one and nothing can manipulate us. No fear frequency can even touch us because we've become so powerful as a species. And human beings are, I feel they're being enslaved for so many centuries because they're unaware and they were willing to trade something. Either they were willing to trade it for greed or money or some promise of a technology, you know, which was ahead of time. We're willing to trade. And so we can actually stop indulging in these trades and just look at the better picture. Like, you know, we are like children, really. So we, it's like giving a child a toy or a chocolate and saying, you know, come, I'll take you out and then kidnapping them. Something like that. So if we're informed that do not talk to strangers or do not accept gifts from strangers, then we will be aware and we won't do that. Mm, interesting. Yesterday, I got this message or whatever, go to the library. And it's like, oh, okay. 
So I went to the library and I went to the science fiction section and there was nothing there. There was like the mum and toddlers singing, you know, songs and stuff. And the mums are absolutely exhausted, but they've got these little sweethearts with them. And um, and then they switched to a song that I used to sing to my child, you know, when, when he was little at these. And it was about um, an old man. And I got that cold feeling down my body. It was about him touching your thumb, touching your knee, touching your shoes. And I was like, uh-uh. So I had to go and say, I don't think that's appropriate. I thought that's why I went to the library. So those mums were too tired to actually hear it. Okay, I just got the kind of insight when you were saying about that. It was like a part of your inner child was awakened. And like it was like a trigger for you. It was actually designed to put it there so that you could remember that and heal that aspect of you, which was not okay with this part, which is... Uh, exploitation of innocence because it could have been that in some point in your life you were innocent and that innocence was exploited in some way or another and you were trying to protect the children because you wanted to protect that part of you which was exploited so that's why you felt like you should stand up for yourself and that was actually a feeling which you had to feel and become aware of and just by doing that you actually healed that part of you hmm. So it was no, it was like an I, inner child healing happening without you knowing. Of course, the little ones, um, maybe they experience it in a different way. Like for everybody, the experience is different. Maybe they won't encounter something like that. Or maybe they will, but that's their own journey. But you always have to ask the question, what does this mean for me? Because the external reality is always trying to show us things about ourselves rather than the other person. A friend of mine, he's very passionate about hungry children. He doesn't know this, but there's a part of him, his inner child. When he was very young, he was sent to boarding school and uh, they did not cook really great food there. And so there were times when he wasn't completely full, you can say like hungry wise. He did eat, of course, but he wasn't full. So he wasn't even aware about this, that, okay, this part of me was affected and now it's coming up as a trigger in my actual environment. And He's trying to, he's getting angry about it. Why don't the hungry children have food? And he doesn't know that this is connected to his own past. Wow. But you have to really dig in deep for that. And by standing right. up for them, he's trying to stand up for that little child who didn't get that nutritious meal. And uh, he's really trying to help that child. But so once he actually heals that child within, that situation in the external won't show up. Interesting. That's how life is, like a mirror. <laughs> so keep bringing you a lesson or something that you need to overcome and an experience. And then once you've like, ticked that experience off, it can disappear. And then you can work on like your next. Wow. Yes. You know, if, if we if we actually saw the uh, list of experiences that we wanted to go through while we're here or the things you want to do, it would probably be a big fat book of things, wouldn't it? Yes, yes. And <laughs> I actually get uh, the syllabus beforehand. Like for the year, uh, because I have this gift of downloading information. So I actually write it in my journal that this year, this is my syllabus. These are the soul lessons I have to learn. And the situations show up, which are, you know, in sync with that. And I actually learn those lessons by the end of the year. Like, And I take the list. Okay, this is what I wrote and this is actually wow. what I learned. And we all can do that if we consciously communicate with our spirit guide or our soul and we try to tune in with the higher self we can do that it comes to me like me mentally like claircognance which is just our inner knowing 
So it comes to me like a download and then I can write it down or I can just memorize it. It's not something that I'm making up in my mind or I'm deciding to learn. It's already there, <laughs> whether I like it or not. And obviously there are some things which I may not like. Like if you have to learn about self-love, so you also have to go through a lot of rejection or you have to go through a lot of healing yourself and feeling lack of love. So that's not a very comfortable lesson to learn. But at the end of the year, if you're going to be in that vibration of self-love, then why not? Because you're training to be a spirit guide, that's why you're being briefed. These are things you're going to learn. For you, it's like an actual curriculum of what you have got to go through in your human experiences. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's like I'm specializing in the field of emotional healing. So that's why my lessons are catered to that, like a woman empowerment and feminine healing and emotional healing. So all the lessons which I have learned so far are based on that field. And maybe there's some other person who's also training to be a spirit guide here on earth right now. And uh, they might be going through a different kind of training. Like maybe they're going to be helping as a warning guide or a protection guide. So they could probably be learning some martial arts or doing some physical work activity like gymming or something like that. And then there could be someone who's helping as abundance guide. So they would be in the business field learning about how the business world works. And then there could be somebody else who is um, like an intellectual study guide or like a teacher. So they would probably be in that field, experiencing those soul lessons. It's all different, really. And the irony is that you have to experience the opposite in order to learn the lesson. So whatever you're trying to achieve, like if you're supposing trying to achieve abundance, so you will be given situation where you're supposed to master the opposite, which is master lack mindset, master being broke or master, you know, the money part where you're not having enough and then come to a space where you're abundant. Wow. And uh, yeah, that, I think knowing all of that in advance this year, you're going to go through all of these things and all of these emotions would I think it would freak people and ordinary people out because you wouldn't want to know that. <laughs> and emotions are so messy, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yes. Like this year, I'm trying to master self-expression. Last year, it was about self-love. And this year, I'm trying to master self-expression. And it hasn't been easy. Like I have put out my audiobook. It's a free audiobook. Even while I was trying to express myself, I wasn't completely 100% uh, perfect at it that's because I'm trying to master it and once I master it I might probably be a lot better at it so I've tried different ways to express myself this year through art through um, you know this audiobook and through this interview for example and I'm trying to really express myself like even through clothing sometimes and uh, that's what I'm learning this year I'm trying to find my ways of expression I even even tried some uh, interior decoration because that's like a form of expressing yourself through some design. So I'm really trying out different things. And then by the end of the year, hopefully I'm going to master self-expression. Well, you've been doing so many things. Your your audiobook, I mean, just with the, the colors and then you chose different types of music and then the introduction and the way you planned it out. I mean, really beautifully done. Yes, thank yeah. you. And uh, I actually did this more for myself than for everybody else because I had to express myself. So I had to do it anyway. That's why I put it out for free because it was first for myself. And um, it isn't completely perfect because uh, I, I, know my, I know my shortcomings already. So I know I have to work on this. I need to work on that. And uh, 
I've always had actually I'm a good communicator but I've all when it comes to execution I've never been that brilliant at it so I'm trying to remove those thorns on the way so that I can make the journey smooth that's wonderful and uh, a lot of times people are paralyzed to start a project because they feel like they don't have it in them or it's not going to turn out the way they expect or it's not going to be perfect and that had happened with me as well like so many times I've started a project and I feel it's not what i'm imagining in my head the execution and i stopped the project but now i feel like it's okay if the product is not what i'm imagining at least it should be completed and out there and eventually i'll get to a space where i can maybe what i'm creating in my mind is reflecting in yeah. in the product yeah but i mean all all the things that you had to do to to make all of your videos i mean i don't know how you've done all that it's all so many skills that have to get woven together so it's 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 an achievement so you can be proud of yourself <laughs> thank you so much i actually feel like the information is really good and my voice is good but uh there were a lot of voice disturbances in the background like a lot of noise i heard that the little scooter but that i think that gives it that gives um like atmosphere people actually add that for like sound effects you're not sure if it's part of the song or part of the you know it just it, it tells you where you are you're in india you expect some you know what i mean some you know <laughs> and i know why it is happening I actually know the soul lesson behind it it's because every time i tried to express myself there was a louder person in the room or there was a disturbance or somebody interrupted me like when i was a child and that wound is not completely healed so it's actually shown up in the in the audiobook which is it's how everything is wow. connected yes yes and it's to see are you going to let this thing stop you or are you going to carry on and actually complete it and you've completed it now and you probably find the next time you do an audiobook it'll be dead silent yes yes probably find a soundproof room with no disturbance yeah. that will happen only when i have cleared my own inner world of that those noises which are the people in you know from my childhood or wherever if when i do the inner work that's when i will find that wow that's really cool it's like the whole kind of um like all the yogis and all like star wars and all these you know like the the, the mystics and they talk about the inner peace and going within and like the sort of empty space and it kind of gives an idea that once you've cleaned stuff out it actually should get emptier than it's sun of quieter and you know it's yes yeah yes it's a huge message for people who are trying to control everything all the time and blaming the outside situation like oh i should have done this i should have done that i should have controlled this i should have controlled that. but no it's not about control it's all about inner work once you've done the inner work everything is smooth and in flow everything is effortless So then taking things that keep popping up, asking, what is the lesson in this for me? What do I need to personally work on? So seeing the person as a messenger, yes. it's something that you've got to work on the inside kind of thing. Yeah. Every moment has a message for us. Every moment. It's just that it's too overwhelming. But, mm. but if we're observing that everything that happens in our reality, there's not a single thing in your world, not a single book. Like I have this book with me here on my desk. I'm going to make the rest of the life uh, rest of my life the best of my life. So this isn't a coincidence. This is here for a reason. Like everything you see in your reality has a purpose. Nothing is meaningless. Mm. <laughs> oh, lovely. Wonderful, wonderful. Anything else you want to say because I'm conscious it's probably your bedtime soon. So <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. We always have so much to share and it's only mm. getting more fun with you. 
Oh, excellent. Well, thank you very much. And if any of the listeners have a specific question for you, they can contact either of us and um, and ask away and we can do another session. Yes. So I would like the listeners to go and check out my Vega session, Transform Your Soul video, because it's really going to help you to connect with your inner self and probably even your spirit guides a little because it has a lot of information there where how you can change your soul and your self and it's all about self-awareness self-love and self-mastery <laughs> wonderful thank you so much for coming on the show today mina thank you thank you wendy you're such a good host <laughs>